Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey, there we are. <laughs> I didn't know if you were gonna follow that up with something. I thought that hey guys was to the listeners. Should we try that again? Yeah. Hey guys. Hi, you doing? Bob? <laughs> yeah. Anybody else? <laughs> what a good start to the Across the Middle podcast, episode 27, I believe. Who knows? We're on episode 20 something. Doesn't matter. But uh, we made it to week one, and man, was that fun. And now we're in week two, and Bob's got a game for you. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh... It's our same type of segment we did last week where we're going to go game by game and break down kind of what we're looking for and talk about the spread a little bit and who we like in that game. But uh, I'm a sucker for games, so I made a game out of it. Let's try to make Uh, this quicker than you explained it to us. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to read it as I wrote it and hope the listeners are smarter than you guys. They'll definitely pick this up as we go on. I promise. All right. So it's, it's a draft. Uh in terms of talking about these matchups. We are going to take turns picking the games. Uh, only one person will pick the winner of each game, um, and they're going to be picking against the spread. Uh, as they pick, you'll get one point for each correct pick and negative one point if you choose incorrectly. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah. There's three uh, double jeopardy games out there, and they're the three primetime games, Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night games. Uh, each person... Uh, has to select one so and they Steve, what's may the only double jeopardy sound I, I can't do it on command Bob, uh, we'll get our sound jeopardy? guy to insert it right now yeah just I, it's I, inserted yeah um yeah so so you have to pick one and you may only pick one so each person's going to get one um and they're worth double so plus or minus two uh since there's three of us and there's no bye weeks this week uh there will be one game left over and we're all going to pick that game Woohoo! Woohoo! Um, if we all pick the same team in that matchup, it's only worth one plus or minus point, like usual. If one of us ends up being the lone wolf for that individual, it is worth double. Uh, this is going to be a blind bet, and during the during the podcast, we're actually going to once that game's singled out, we'll text each other our bets, and we'll know. So it's not like uh, strategic. Uh, you know, Finish. you can't just force yourself into a lone wolf. Um, and then there's one bonus as bonus, we're talking about bonus, these game, bonus. Yeah. bonus uh, as we're talking about the games. Um, if your opponent makes a selection and you think he's really, really smart about his selection, but you're smarter, uh, you can challenge it and take the other side. And those games will also be worth bonus. You get one challenge per opponent. So I can challenge Hoover once and Steve once, but it's optional. I can choose to not challenge at all. And those are the rules. Bob, I don't care what people say about you. You're good at explaining rules. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it. I'm really excited for this. Me too. Uh, I think this will be a good learning thing on the fly. Uh, no pun intended. But... Oh, did you not pick up those rules? <laughs> Let's give it a shot. I, I did write <laughs> them down for you if you have a... Any questions? Let's go across. Um, the draft order is going to be Steve, Hoove, and then myself, and we're not going to do Snake. It's just going to be flat. Oh, I'm in the middle. Bob, can I offer you a trade first? I'd like the third spot for the second, and I'll give you my lone wolf pick. 
No, you may not. <laughs> okay, Stephen, with the first game pick of week two, who is it going to be? You guys aren't well, going to see we, this should coming. We do, should we go through each game and just talk about the spread real quick so people no, know? No, we'll, we'll cover the spread. Okay. Yeah. All right, you guys are going to think I might be a little crazy on this one. Okay. But I'm going to pick... I believe Las Vegas Raiders to cover against Pittsburgh, which would be plus five and a half points. Wow. So it's a Las Vegas at Pittsburgh in this game and Pittsburgh's favored by five and a half points. So Steve has taken Vegas plus the points. I am. I think a lot. And I'll explain that. I think the Raiders are coming off that amazing Monday night win. I don't know if anyone saw the game. Uh, Derek Carr threw for 435 yards, two touchdowns, that late interception. Um, they didn't really establish a run game, but uh, Waller seems to be everything they wanted. And their defense, I thought, it, when they needed to, their defense played really well. I think there's a lot of first uh, first week jitters for everybody, but I think Las Vegas can keep Big Ben in tow, and I think they can go over there, maybe start establishing the run game, and I think they cover. Great. What do you What do you think about Pittsburgh? You were you were at Buffalo, I should say, but but the, the across the middle fan base paid you to go to Buffalo to cover the game, and you watched <laughs> Pittsburgh firsthand. What are your thoughts on Pittsburgh? Um, I think that was more of a game I saw Buffalo lose than Pittsburgh come back and win. There were two really good catches by Pittsburgh. I'm sure everyone saw them over and over again, but most of that game you felt like Buffalo had it in control, just they could not get the offense going. And I don't know if that's much about saying, like, Pittsburgh has a great defense. We all know uh, T.J. Watt's really good, and he got his paycheck and everything. But I think more Buffalo's going to figure out their offense than Pittsburgh has an amazing defense. And I know there's a lot of overreaction with week one, but as I've told everybody, it's week one, half the league is 0-1. I like that. I don't know if I've you, – you said you told everyone. I actually don't know if I've heard that from you, and I liked it a lot. Uh, Bob, what do you think about this game? Do you have a quick thought? Uh, both of these teams are 1-0. Um, and so it's it's interesting. One of them will keep their unbeaten streak alive. I think it was a semi-sloppy game Monday night of the Raiders versus Baltimore. Um, I believe Lamar Jackson had three fumbles, which is uncharacteristic, and that kind of helped them uh, stay in that game and then eventually win it. Um, and then Pittsburgh, their defense just – they kind of – their defense gave uh, – uh, help me out, Buffalo trouble. Uh, my, thoughts on the, my thoughts on this game are that um, – Josh Allen. My thoughts on this game are I, I don't love picking the, the team like you did, the Raiders. I don't like picking them when they had such a high win like they did last week. Usually teams – have like a high win and they have a downtick in performance. Maybe I'm wrong. For me, this bet is complete stay away, uh, but I appreciate your pick and picking an underdog. My pick is going to be, it's, it's in Jacksonville, Denver's minus six versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm taking the Jags. I'm hammering the Jags this week. Jags <laughs> plus six at home. Are you kidding me? 
the first home game for the Jags. Fans are going to be reckless, happy. They got Lawrence. Sad Tebow's gone. But more so happy they got Lawrence. And I actually liked the Jags last week. Nobody ever wins their first game with a new rookie quarterback and new head coach. It's totally normal to come out of the gate slow. And I watched that entire game. Uh, My main takeaway from the Jags were if they clean up some penalties, they're going to be in good shape. If they don't, and they're going to be one of those teams like Arizona was last year who leads the league in penalties, then they're probably going to be a really, really bad team and miss the playoffs. I think this team is talented. Their defense is really fast. So we'll see if they can stop Denver's run game. If they can and they stay away from penalties, they will win this game outright. Uh, Denver minus six being favored is crazy to me. And I, uh, I don't like Denver this much. I do like them as a wild card team this year but I'm not confident they're going to blow any team out by this much. So I think they keep it close, if anything, by winning by three points at the most. But as mentioned, I think Jacksonville's going to win this outright. Nice. Yeah, this is this is a tough one. Jacksonville didn't look good last week. but No, they, they looked good. Potential. They just made mistakes. They fixed the mistakes. They're going to be great. All right, well, Houston looked great in that game because they just were steady Eddie the whole way through. The, the thing yeah, with that I, game – hold on, Steven. The thing with that game, sorry, uh, is you have young rookie – like everyone's in their first time. They're all young players for the Jaguars versus this veteran group of Houston Texans who are like fighting for their careers. They're going to be the bad news bears of the NFL – that game is was always going to be Houston winning and Jacksonville losing, in my opinion. That's how I anticipated that game to play out. But what were we going to say? Uh, my thing was I Houston just came out of the gates and beat the crap out of them. I think the uh, halftime score was, what, 27-7? to 7? And then they kind of let off the gas after uh, yeah. the third quarter. And I think that's where uh, Lawrence got a lot of his good time. I don't. Oh, I don't the think garbage that, man can. Yeah. I don't think this is a sell – stock on Lawrence I mean yeah it is his first game but the only thing I have to laugh at with you have you been to a Jacksonville game I don't think they've ever sold that oh, no, place I haven't. out yeah I don't think they've ever sold that place out and I don't I think there'll be some fans there but I also you'll be surprised there'll be a lot of Denver fans and I wouldn't be surprised if that Wait, it's out. not gonna get rowdy yeah I don't know what move those chains move those chains you know I take my comment back. I actually have been to a Jags game. It was versus the Pats, but everyone was sitting on the bottom bowl because the top was tarped over with ads. <laughs> going to be rowdy there, folks. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Got to get All everyone right. in really close. Um, <laughs> tighten up. Tighten up. Get, get snug down there, everyone. Okay, Bob, who do you got? I am going to take uh, for my first game San Francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles and uh, San Francisco is minus three and a half. So Phillies, I'm going to take San Francisco on that one. I'm going to take them minus dog. Yeah. I, uh, I just think San Francisco is the better football team. I think Philly looked really good last week against Atlanta and I don't think Atlanta is very good. Um, I think San Francisco's just that much better. Do you have any concerns with a West Coast team coming over and kicking off at 1 o'clock? I don't. Okay. 
just asking. I'm, hey, listen. I watched I, uh, Oregon I last week come it. off, come over and kick off at noon and whooped Ohio State's ass. So, no, I don't have any concern. <laughs> it's still one time zone they have to cross, but I get you on that one. No, it's two, right? There's some, or... no, it's, uh, yeah, Ohio, but it, Philadelphia will be East Coast. Yes. I thought Ohio was East Coast too, no? Nah, Central. Central. No, I want to fact check that, but because <laughs> indiana's east coast is that our first challenge <laughs> challenge i think i'm pretty sure ohio is east coast but let's just assume it's central um i i actually like san francisco in this game as well i watched that entire game i have a lot of fantasy stake invested in the 49ers and they're uh they have some interesting coaching decisions ahead of them. They benched Ayuk to start. They Trey Sermon, the running back, everyone drafted thinking he'd be the starting running back outside of Mostert, uh, is not the guy. It's Elijah Mitchell they took later in the draft. Raheem Mostert's out for the year. And then they had some interesting packages with Trey Lance. I think he probably took eight snaps, uh, one on the goal line, and then a few third down rushes. And... Um, this team's going to be interesting all year, uh, and they gave up a huge lead to Detroit. That game nearly got away from them, but I think that this team overall is way more talented, and they they look like a contender in the uh, NFC. While P- Philadelphia, in my opinion, looked – I watched that game today. didn't look great. Uh, the game was pretty close all the way to the middle of the third quarter, and then they pulled away, but Atlanta – did Atlanta things and they just did penalty after penalty after getting the first down. It was unbelievable. So I like your, I like your bet. All right, Steven, you're up. All right. Next I'm going to take new Orleans minus three and a half against Carolina. I think new Orleans continues rolling and I think they win that game by at least a, a possession. Interesting. Uh, why I say that, and I will be the first to say I was extremely wrong about Winston. I'm not going to say this is like he's a different person and a whole different career now, <laughs> but I will say he played very well. He only threw for 148 yards. They beat the crap out of Green Bay. I mean, I'm sorry, but they still ran the ball for well over 100 yards as a team. Uh, Winston played well. A lot of good packages. Their defense seems to still be pretty good, obviously, to stop Rodgers. They got turnovers. Um, I think Winston, and I think you see this with a lot of people like Josh Allen didn't play that much, much in the preseason. A couple of these other people that didn't, uh, Ryan Tannehill, they came out rusty, Aaron Rodgers, looking kind of crappy. And I think Winston fighting for his job through the whole preseason and getting it, he, he didn't, he didn't miss his guys. He didn't look rusty. And I think, and then Big Ben played a good amount in the uh, preseason and he, he still played well. So I think a lot of these guys that are already getting into midseason form this early, I think they're going to have the advantage. I think New Orleans goes in there and beats Carolina, I would say. Now let's just throw out a fun score just because New Orleans Ooh. 31, Carolina 20. I like that a lot. That is a fun, fun score. Fun score. <laughs> I like that. So LASIK surgery works. Apparently. Yeah. Open up the <laughs> eyes. See the world. I've he actually been thinking about it myself if he if he doesn't do lasix eye surgery commercials like Mm -hmm. during this nfl season 
Like it, it is just squandered opportunity. Yeah, the commercial is just his stat sheet before and after. Yeah, it, it literally writes itself. <laughs> before LASIK, I threw interceptions. After, I only throw touchdowns. <laughs> uh, my next game is going to go Patriots minus six. Hammer the Pats on the road in uh, New York facing the Jets. What's there to say other than uh, the Patriots shot themselves in the foot? They played terrific all day. Sorry, Bob here. Manage the sheet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> they, they beat Miami's ass and then they fumbled it and uh, they lost. And they're going to come out fucking hungry, ready to kick the Jets' ass. Mac Jones looked phenomenal. He looked like the best rookie quarterback in week one. He he had shades. I'm not saying this, but listen, he had shades of Tom Brady before Tom Brady was Tom Brady. Just that swagger, the control of the offense, the decision-making, the efficiency, everything that Brady used to do in 2001, three, four, Mac Jones was doing that. And it's awesome to see. So I'm incredibly fired up for the Pats. I think they're going to blow the Jets out by 20 points. Yeah, I think the Pats are a much better football team in terms of roster. And I think quarterback-wise, they have a much more stable quarterback. Um, I don't know if his game's as splashy. Zach Wilson had a terrible first half uh, last week, but then second half, he showed signs. (laughs) And hold me back, guys, but he he looked a little bit. Like Patrick Mahomes, you're an idiot. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) It's so dumb. I'm just mocking you. You're gonna get us canceled. Yeah, cancel culture. Um, yeah, no, I think Zach Wilson second half. If he plays like that for an entire game, the game's close. But if he plays like he did in the first half last week, then yeah, this is an easy bet. And I sorry, Jets, but um, Bill Belichick destroys rookie quarterbacks, so. You guys are doomed. Yeah. What do you got, Steve? On uh, that Bob? game? Oh, yeah, okay. It's, it's, uh, I'll, I'll just throw. Mac Jones looked fine for his start. Um, didn't see fine? much of Zach Wilson. Fine. Play. What do you mean, fine? He looked great. Uh, who's been it's, behind Mac Jones since the they beginning? They lost Let's... and only scored 16 points. Yeah. He uh, looked fine. Is never appropriate. Wavered. I was always on that wagon with you. Yeah. <laughs> I was so happy for you when they drafted him and the way you just. Ah, we're not even going to get into that here. I was but, crying because um, I was happy. It was like one of three players I got right in my emotions. mock draft. Yeah, but I, I, that's a, that's a safe pick. Yeah, I think they, I think New England goes in there and wins. I think it's a little closer than you're wanting Hoover, but I get that. Okay, twenty points. That's fair. Yeah, I, I like the New England pick there. That would have been one of my bets. I'm glad I took it. What are you, what are you going to do? Speaking of bets, Bob. Um, so my game I'm going to take is Cincinnati at Chicago. Chicago is favored two and a half points, and I am going to take Cincinnati in the points. Love Sorry. it. Yeah, I I think both of these teams are very average football teams, and neither one of them are realistically going to be playing in the postseason. Mm, uh, but I I wouldn't say that. I'm bullish on Cincy. Yeah, you're wrong though. Okay. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I think Cincinnati has the better quarterback and the better weapons. I, uh, 
I just I'm gonna take the better quarterback. Okay. I have a question for you. Over under 15 snaps for fields this game. What was it last week? Do you know off the top of your head? I think it was less than 12. Oh look. This is a good week to play play field some snaps. Cincinnati's defense is not very good. This is a confidence week for the young quarterback. Yeah. Their pass rush isn't very good. Their coverage is, isn't very good. Their linebackers are extremely average at best. Uh, Cincy's defense is, is not very good. Um, but their offense is good. They'll score some points. So I did watch um, I'll this take game. the under, though. 15 snaps, I'll take the under. Okay. I did watch this game, and um, the Bengals' defense looked better than I thought. And they're uh, – I was worried how Burrow would look early on, and he was great. He looked phenomenal. So those were two things that I took away. Bengals defense better. Burrow looked great, and I don't see his snaps. But he tagged up two attempts. Their offensive line looked really good. Joe Mixon ran for 127 yards. Yeah, Mixon looked wonderful too. And like you said, Burrow was not getting sacked as much as he was last year. Yeah, while Chicago looked horrible. and Minnesota has a good defense. They always do. I mean, he uh, he he still got sacked. I'm looking now. He got sacked a good amount of times. But, I mean, like I said, I, I think Minnesota has a very good defense. So, they still ran the ball on them and put up 27. All right, Steve, who are you going to pick? All right, uh, this one, I'm being crazy on this. I'm going to take Atlanta to cover against Tampa Bay. What? I think uh, 12 and a half is a lot of points. Yeah, so Atlanta's at Tampa Bay, for those of you listening, and Tampa Bay is favored by 12 and a half. Um, that's a lot. I'm sorry. It's still a pro game. It's the, do I think Atlanta wins that game? No. I think they, it's closer than that. Um, I think Atlanta getting the crap beat out of them at home, opening up the season. They don't have a terrible roster. Um, I mean, they got weapons on offense. Matt Ryan's not completely washed up. Yes, they lost at home against Philly getting the crap beat out of them. But so Green Bay got the crap beat out of them and they're favored 11. Uh, Tennessee got the crap beat out of them. They are going up to Seattle and only favored by, yeah, we, we won't go through all the spreads, but it's the 12 and a half. It's I'll take the 12 and a half. So you, you're blindly taking the number you go. That's yes, too much. I, I say that's a lot. Okay. It's a divisional game. So yeah, usually and, divisional games are closer. And that's Atlanta gave exactly. them Atlanta gave them some fits last year. And I think, like I said, Atlanta, they're going to be practicing like hell this week. Tampa did get a little extra rest, but I'm going to take Atlanta to at least cover. That'd be a game I'd see going around 28 to 21. Wonderful. Yeah, I, um, I, I think if I was making that bet, I would probably lean Atlanta just because it's a divisional game. And those tend to be kind of like, you know, those teams a lot better than other teams. And so they tend to be closer. Uh, Tampa Bay is that much better of a team, but just because it's divisional, I'll take the points with Atlanta too. I am going to pick the Los Angeles Rams versus the Indianapolis Colts. Colts are home and the Rams are favored by three and a half points on the road. I'm taking the Rams. They look damn good. They look damn good. 
Um, this team is every bit as hyped up as people. Oh, sorry. God, I'm the worst with this sheet. I'm doing different shades of the color. I'm mixing them all up. Uh, the, I'm, I'm picking Los Angeles because they look like a contender for the Super Bowl. In my opinion, Indianapolis looked horrible. Indianapolis is probably going to miss Darius Leonard, who has been practicing this week, their best defensive player. When they're at, when they don't have him, their defense struggles, and Los Angeles is just completely clicking on all cylinders. Uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, they're one of the teams who looked really good despite not playing anybody in preseason. And I could be wrong with that, but I think I'm right. Um, but this team looked awesome. Their defense looked on fire. They did something interesting with Ramsey, which I liked, and they played him all over the field. And he looked like Derwin James. I mean, he was a, he was like a nickel corner. And sometimes he was getting tackles all over the place. He, this guy could play linebacker. He was unbelievably good. So I'm excited that they're doing that rather than putting him on an Island and just letting him eliminate proportions of the field. I, I would have taken the exact same bet, so I'm not going to challenge you here. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that um, Sam, or what am I saying? Uh, Stafford is in a new situation, and he's mm-hmm. in a completely different style offense. And so the scouting report on him in this offense hasn't really come out yet. And so people don't really know what to take away yet because they don't know in this system where he's you know, doing – uh, play action fakes and his backs to the defense for a lot of his snaps like where is his go re- like what is he like and what is he not like in terms of the throws he wants to make so defenses are kind of just like throwing throwing caution to the wind and just guessing at what's going to confuse him it, it, I don't think it'll, I think it'll be another four or five weeks before they get a really good scouting report on him and so yeah I think that offense is going to click and their defense is going to be great they have the best defensive uh, football player in the league. They do. They have two of the best. Yeah, two of the, two of the top. Obviously, at their position, top three, no doubt. Yeah. Bob, who are you picking? Unless Steve, you have a thought on the game. Um, I just, that's a safe bet. I think uh, LA wins that game. Another early game for a West Coast team, but I think they they got all the pieces. They got a really good roster this year between their defense and offense. And I think Indy's struggling to find out who they are on both sides of the ball. Love it. Mm. So two things to take a little break. No primetime games have been picked. I don't <laughs> love the, I don't love the games. Even though you could double points, I don't love them. The or you can lose double. And then nobody's yeah. challenged. We're all in agreement, it sounds like, which means don't take our picks. Because if we're all going to be fucking wrong. Yeah. Uh, this is brutal. Oh. It is getting down to the nitty gritty. The nitty um, gritty. I'm going to take... Um, I'm going to do the Sunday night game. Kansas City at Baltimore. Dun, 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 dun. And I am taking Kansas City who is favored by three and a half. I'm going to take them minus three and a half. Oh. Um, yeah. I Baltimore's O-line looked uh, – they just looked terrible last week uh, on Monday night, another primetime game. Uh, Kansas City's coming off of a big game too where it was a close one against Cleveland. 
Uh, but they just they just offensively seem to always be clicking. I, I believe last week or last year, uh, Kansas City played Baltimore as well, and it was a pretty good game. But actually, was it a good game? I think Kansas City won, but I actually think they might have blown them out a little bit. Uh, so I'm just I can't remember. I'm just gonna, lunch, bro. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna take Kansas City because. Yeah, Baltimore's had a couple injuries here and there, and their offense, their O-line just looked terrible. Are you sure? You don't sound, like, optimistic with this. No, I don't. Okay. It wasn't my first pick. It was my third pick. Mm -hmm. Much less optimistic. It sounds like it should have been, like, your sixth. (laughs) Well, that's the way she goes. I don't love this pick, but I'm not going to challenge you because I hate Baltimore. Baltimore, to me, is the – they're going to have a year of hell, just injuries and bad offensive line and changes. And Lamar Jackson's going to look pretty bad, in my opinion, this year. It's going to be an overreaction on his performance, is my guess. But KC looked every bit as good as they have. So I don't mind the pick, but I don't love these primetime games, and I don't love the the road team in these games either. So time will tell. We shall see. Steven, you're up. All right. Um, I haven't challenged yet. I'm not going to say I agree with everything, but I haven't challenged yet just because I don't see I'm, – I'm waiting for one that I don't think I'm going to pick that I want to challenge on. Sure. But I'm going to go – and a little bias with this pick. I'll explain later on. But I'm going to take Buffalo three-and-a-half in Miami. I think the Bills let that game get away from them down there or at home. For the season opener, which I was there, <laughs> my drunk text early in the group chat solidified <laughs> that, but um, we'll talk about that later. I think Buffalo gets their stuff together. I think they got plenty of weapons on offense. Their defense isn't bad. Like I said, they, you look at a stat sheet, you think Buffalo would have won that game. I just think they, they fix a few things on offense. They're going to go down there and beat Miami. I think Miami's good. But it's going to be a very mixed crowd down there. And I think Buffalo, that's a game I would say Buffalo 31, Miami 24. Oh, I, uh, I I can only speak to Miami. I did not watch any of the Buffalo game. Miami is a good team. They're solid. So I don't, them at home versus in a divisional, versus a divisional team is going to be interesting. But you know, the Buffalo Bills, you were there. You saw it firsthand. I think Buffalo's got a better roster. I like Miami. They're always kind of like a fun team that plays tough. But I think at least Buffalo wins by one possession. I might be off in my um, score, score, but I think it's at least a not a one possession with a field goal, but at least a touchdown, a touchdown win for uh, for Buffalo. What is the segment you want to do? I'm trying to find it. I'm sorry. I'm. Scrolling Steve, through 60 the text. seconds. Oh, should we do that now? Go ahead. Bob, yeah, we, quick, 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 sing, do a little intro song for us. Steve, 60 seconds. He's got 60. Starts now. I, I'm going to put it on the clock. I was at the Buffalo game last week, and I was all pumped to be up there for Bill's Mafia. Uh, the tailgating was phenomenal, but when we got to our seats, which we sit mid-level, um, you would have thought I was the biggest Buffalo fan in all of New York. 
And, and at third and two in the first quarter, I was told to sit down because I was standing up cheering. My rant, my rant to fucking anybody out there listening to this, any of our friends, if you go to a football game and you do not stand and cheer while your team is on defense and scream and hoot and holler, stay the F home. It was pathetic. I saw Bills fans getting in fights with Bills fans all over people standing during the game. It was sad. It was pathetic. It was a letdown to Bills Mafia. I'm giving it another go this week. We're going to go down to Miami, root for the Bills. And I'm hoping to see a better, you won't. better showing by the fans. And that you is 57, 57 seconds. So is it is it all tailgating? What's the hype about? Because they're supposed to have the mafia. And the they, tailgating, you're telling the me tailgating it didn't sound fine. much mafia-like. No, no, the tailgating was fine. Great people. But like I said, I, it might have just been our section. But I did hear some people complaining at the airport. And we went over to a uh, wing bar over in Buffalo University. Just the crowd, man. And like I said, Bills fans getting in fights with Bills fans. I don't know if a year of COVID, nobody knows how to act anymore. Probably. But uh, yeah. being there with uh, Mandy, like I said, she was getting told by people, like, oh, this guy's standing up cheering. I'm like, I can't believe I, I put it. <laughs> it was third and two. And I stood up and I was, you know, oh, trying to get. And I had my left hand, you know, doing the pump up the crowd. And I remember turning around and looking. And I had a sea of people looking at me like I was an alien. And, I, and I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, what? Home opener? Pittsburgh? And people were literally like, sit down. I'm like, Jesus. Can I ask so you one more question before we move on? Yeah, go ahead. Were you, were you one of those fans where everyone's sitting in, in your standing, where, where you're going, come on, stand up. It's important. Stand up. Were you that I, I, guy? I don't think I was saying like, Come on, come on. I just was kind of like, I think when I turned around, I saw that nobody else was standing with me. I think I was a little ashamed. And I was just like, I cannot believe this. I mean, I should have been like, I don't even like this fucking team. I, I, I ended up telling the guy next to me that. And I was like, well, I remember the guy next to me went to go like, and he was kind of being a dick. He's too. your confidant now. But uh, he went to, I will say this, it's a true story. He went to the, go to the concession. Oh, true story. He went to go to the concession stand. This is this is where it starts getting true, folks. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, he went. He he was kind of getting like bothered with me standing too, and I know he had his kid with him, but I wasn't saying any curse words or anything. I was just saying like, let's go, you know, Buffalo. And they and say that a lot of the wrong with the yeah. f word. I don't know how know. many times I got to tell that guy. But um, <laughs> he did get up to go to the concession stand. I said, I said, well, if we're just gonna sit here the whole time, pick me up some cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but he got all pissed That's off. True. It was it was sad. And like I said, our Pittsburgh fans travel well, but they stood the whole game. And I'm just like, I've had people complain about, you know, UCF. I remember even a guy kind of getting on my dad back in the day in the old Texas stadium. It, it, go to a game to be in the atmosphere. I still tell people today, me and Bob went to Ohio State, Michigan in the shoe. No one stood. No, I mean, nobody. No, stood. no, no. Nobody, nobody sat. That nobody was standing sat. room only. You stood the entire game and you cheered the entire game. It, I don't care if it was on offense. On offense, you're a little more quieter. But on defense, that place was rocking and rolling. It was electric. Yeah. I was expecting yeah. the same from Buffalo. I, I get the same when I go to Green Bay. I haven't been to Kansas City. I hold those three teams with their home games to a different standard. I'm just going to chalk it up to maybe everyone was a little rusty coming off COVID, but I was extremely, extremely disappointed. Nice. They're soft. The, the AFC East fan base is uh, 
The Pats lead it. The Pats have one of the best. <laughs> I be, I've been to a Pats great. game. Everybody no stays. bias here. Yeah. No bias no, here. No, 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 no bias. Uh, uh, let's I, move I can, on. I, can, oh, I was going to say this. I can agree with oh. you, Hoover. We, we, we both sat in the, uh, the game dressed yeah. as Patriots. I was Patriots. very disappointed. Could have just been where I was sitting. Not going to completely write them off. But I was definitely disappointed by the end of the game. Okay. Dressed as dressed as Minutemen. Mm-hmm. Minutemen. All right, let's go. Uh, let's I'm keep up. rolling. I'm up. And I'm taking Arizona minus three and a half. Oh my gosh, I'm oh. so sorry. Let me I got it. Minnesota versus Arizona. Arizona's at home. They're favored by three and a half. I'm taking the Cardinals. This is one of my team. These are my this is my ride and die team this year. And I saved uh, that for you, bud. You saved it? Yeah, I was like, who's going to take that? I thought you would take that game first. I didn't even see it. I forgot about it. Yeah. I was like, man, this that's is Hoover's pick. He's going to take that first. I love them. I'll watch every second of this game, and I'm going to be rooting for the Cardinals. Minnesota looked awful. I don't think they're going to win more than five games this year. Sorry, Jordan. Uh, Arizona all the way. They looked great. Friend Kyler's pod, back. Yeah, I, ch- I chalked that up to the front of the pot. I got it. Um, Arizona and Kyler Murray. He's back, and he looks better than ever. More weapons, better defense. Go Cardinals. Mm-mm-mm. I heard he was two mm. inches taller. I, I can't confirm that, but he looked good. Okay. I Their just defense saw, I saw awesome. him in an interview with Aaron Andrews, and it wasn't even close. Like He was clearly just an inch shorter at this time. <laughs> As a joke, uh, by the way. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't know if she goes at that game, but I loved it. No. Can you fill yeah. my sheet in? I don't want to screw. Yeah, up. I'm all over it. Uh, you okay. are green. Yep, I'm all over it. Um, no, I like that bet. I really wanted to challenge your pick, um, but, but I think Arizona is perfect. I like Arizona at home there. Mm-hmm. Minnesota didn't look very good, even though I, I don't trust Arizona from I game to game. I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to play the whole season. I like that game. For them i am up yeah uh so i'm gonna pick the game that i'm gonna watch okay and uh, tennessee and I'm seattle gonna... <laughs> no i'm gonna pick houston at cleveland cleveland mm. is favored 12 and a half at home at home 12 and a half um i'm gonna be rooting wow. for cleveland and so i'm gonna take cleveland minus the points even though okay. i i don't think that's a good bet i w- i will be rooting for the bet so i'm gonna take it and here's the challenge oh he threw the challenge flag <laughs> i love it I, that's what i was waiting for i am gonna see who's gonna challenge that houston covers it's the uh, point what did baby. you what do you think of your brownies week one versus the chiefs uh they should have won that game they they blew it halfway through the fourth quarter uh a a botched snap by the punter gave them a free possession. And then there was two drives that you could argue either play calling, we went away from the run too early, or, you know, just didn't love the reads. You know, I thought Baker one time had, uh, had Njoku uh, towards the away out of bounds and he just left it so short whereas if Uh-oh. he just would have got it there it would have been like a 20-yard gain but i mean credit the chiefs 
towards the end of the game, their pra- their pass rush actually came on and they got to Baker a little bit. Um, our left tackle went down with a little anchor roll. I don't think he's going to be there. OBGA is out again. He wasn't in last week, so that shouldn't change what we saw last week. But, um, yeah, without OBJ. I, uh, I like it. I like the challenge, too. I was going to maybe step up, but you beat me to it. So, Steve, what's your next pick? My next pick, I am going left. to go primetime game. And I'm going to reverse what I've done with the high points. I'm going to take Green Bay covering the 11 at home against Detroit. Oh. I think it's a and you know a little biased with our friend Gaines, no. but I think Rodgers was embarrassed. I think Green Bay let a great opportunity of a neutral site and great weather completely slip away from them against Jameis Winston. I think Rodgers not playing just and the all the off-season drama. I think he comes out and he performs at home in front of the. Uh, the pack and I think Packer faithful. Yep. And I think that's a on primetime game. He knows everyone's going to be watching. He knows green Bay was a game that a lot of people talked about this week. I would say them Tennessee and uh, I'm trying to think of one more that I think the Monday, you, you was, don't need to. Yeah. But I think a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people talked about green Bay this week and I think Rogers comes out there and lights it up. I think it's a five touchdown game for him. This is, this has, an FU game for Rodgers all over it. Oh, boy. I can't wait to watch that game. Uh, I like the pick. I, I wouldn't take Detroit if my life depended on it. Go, Pat, go. Go, Pat, go. Yeah, I'm going to challenge that. Whoa. Uh, oh! 11, points. Whoa. <laughs> 11 points is just uh, – it's, it's a lot for Green Bay who couldn't do shit right on defense. Defense, a lot of it has to do with effort scheme and I, I don't know if that is something you can correct right away I think I do think Aaron Rodgers scores more points but I I don't like uh you don't like uh, the 11 it's it's tough. yeah I don't like the 11 I don't like the it's other a, division game. game the same reason I like the Atlanta pick for you over Tampa you know 11 points is a lot I don't think yep. Detroit's very good but and I do think Green Bay is really good but 11 points is a lot in a pro game I well, Mr. Twelve and a Half, but I'll I'll say this: If Green Bay loses their this game in any way, I don't care if it's by late second field goal, I think they're in trouble. I yeah. think it's a I think for morale and after the season and everything, I think this is a much must win game for them. I know it's only week two, but I think they need to shake off that whole Aaron Rodgers drama, come home, win a primetime game at home, and just. Start start the ball rolling. I um the thing that worries me. I, there was a twelve and a half joke in there that I went over. Um, but the thing that worries me with this game uh, is Detroit running game versus the Packers. Detroit can just run the ball really well, and I don't know if the Packers are good at stopping it. That's their weakest thing on defense, in my opinion. Uh, for my next pick, I didn't want to do this, but I'm going to. I'm picking the Thursday night football game, the New York Giants versus Washington. 
And I'm taking the Giants, who are plus three on the road. I don't hate that. Yeah. It's Thursday Night Football. These games are a coin flip. Uh, Washington's playing Tyler Heineke, which looks similar to Ryan Fitzpatrick from what I watched. I think the Giants are better than people think. So I'm holding out faith that their defense is somewhat good. And I don't love Washington's defense as much as I thought I would. Uh, they, they looked a little shaky. It's their best part of the team, but I don't think this team's very good. So going with the uh, points. All right. What do you got? Uh, that's a, the complete unknown game for me. Week one, uh, both teams lost. Short week. I, I, I wouldn't touch it. Not with such a low number. Uh, I'm going to challenge. That's a mistake. You challenged two <laughs> prime game games. That's plus four. I love it, baby. Uh, yeah, I I like Washington more than I like the Giants. They're my darlings. Yeah, Washington's your darling. You got to jump off that ship. I'm trying to save you. No, no, come no, on, I... come on the Arizona train with me. There's room. I'll get you on there. I have a ticket. No, I I can't stay up that late. Okay, but I have a ticket <laughs> no, for know, you I'm if just... you're interested. I know, but you know, I figure I should earn my own way. Sure. Just just let the uh, no name football team just just take you over. Yeah, you you. No, I'm gonna you, I'm gonna you, take you rock the challenge that WFT there. shirt. <laughs> Uh, I will. No, I, I, I don't trust the Giants, and honestly, Washington looked bad too. But I, I like Washington there. It's a division game. It's only three, but they're at home, so it's essentially a wash. I like that for Washington. Okay. I think okay. they're the better football team. That's fair. Uh, your your last pick. I I am the last pick, and I'm picking between two games. The one that I don't pick will become the uh, the wild card. Uh, don't game. worry, we'll so, talk about both. I know I get to pick between Dallas and the Chargers, and then Tennessee versus Seattle. I'll take the Dallas Chargers game, and okay. I'm going to take Chargers. Minus three and a half. Just because uh, Demarcus Lawrence is potentially out for the rest of the or for the foreseeable future, so I don't know what Dallas's pass rush is going to look like. Challenge, um, challenging. I love oh, sorry, you're going to keep going. Yeah, I was just going to say Dallas can score with anything with anybody. Their offense looked great. Um, it was an opening Thursday night game. And honestly, week ones are usually really sloppy as people are trying to figure out what they're good at and what they're bad at. Uh, Dallas looked good, though, on offense. Defensively, I mean, they gave up a lot of points, but I I don't think they're great defensively, but they're much, much better than they were last year. And uh, credit to uh, Dan Quinn and the new scheme and uh, getting the right personnel in there. Uh, But Chargers looked really good, and I'm going to take them. Chargers were playing the Washington football team, who I don't think is good, and they won. I uh, I love Dallas here because it's three and a half. You get that hook, and uh, the Cowboys looked awesome. So I'm super 
optimistic about the Cowboys season. Dak looked back, and um, I'm taking the points. If this was two and a half, three, probably not, but I had a challenge to spare, so taking the the way underdog. And we're in our last game. See, talk about this game. You're a Cowboys fan, right? Yeah. Uh, it yeah. Seems maybe. Be, it might yeah. be a Bills fan. I don't know. Nah, we all. I'm. We all know where I lie. Like college, and then you know, pro. I've kind of fell off. But no, Dallas played well. They just played typical Dallas. They shot themselves in the foot, missed field goals. You know, but they've lost Collins for a couple games, suspension. Gallup is out. Um, for at least I think six weeks with an ankle. And yeah, they lost to Marcus Lawrence. And I do like that we're changing the tide on defense. Like Jalen Smith and Van Der Esch didn't play that much. Um, not nearly as much as Neil and Parsons. But with I don't know what our pass rush looks like without the Marcus Lawrence. But, you know, maybe somebody steps up. It's That's just one. Looking at the spreadsheet, I, I of course, want Dallas to win. But that's a game where I told everybody I thought Dallas was going to win. Um, Thursday night. And I think, I think you even said, Hoover, you had them on a double digit loss. Uh, they were one push off away from possibly winning that game. But I remember saying that. Don't hold me down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One push off away from maybe Don't winning that. Me. Not saying that Brady couldn't uh, have gotten another pass off, but they didn't have any timeouts left. Dallas plays games like that close. This is just one I don't know what to touch it with. It's just, it's three and a half. Like you said, you get that hook, but. Okay. We'll, we'll find out. I could see LA. If I really had to put money on it, I think LA wins. Probably it's going to be another close one, 28 to 26. You guys sound so disappointed by your teams. It's sad, but I guess it is what it is. This is what being a realist sounds like, Hoover. Okay. God, I, don't ever I wouldn't expect kids. you to understand. Hey, when don't... you know you have a good team, you just know. And uh, you both. I took Cleveland minus 12 and a half. You said it was a stupid bet when you're taking it. I said, if it wasn't my team, I probably wouldn't take this bet. I would have picked okay. a different game, but okay. I, it's what I'll be rooting for. So I'm going to pick it. Yeah. All right. So like, let's get the, let's get the rules down for this last one. We have to text our, we'll do our group. Yeah, chat. we have a, we have a, so the last game is Tennessee at Seattle and Seattle is favored by five and a half points. What we're going to do is we have a group chat and uh, we're all going to text our pick, the team at the exact same time. So it's a blind bet. So we don't know. Mine's um, typed in. If we all pick the exact same team, it's, it's only worth one point plus or minus, just like all the other games, minus the primetime games. But if one person is the odd man out, that one individual, his bet is worth two, plus or minus. Yeah, I'll do a countdown. Bob, you, did you type your team in? I have it ready, yes. Steven? Yep. Three, two, three, two, one, go. Oh, <laughs> so I am the odd man out. Um, Hoover and Steve both took Tennessee to cover. Uh, I took Seattle at home, minus five and a half points. Um, I have been dogging Tennessee all off season, and this is me just—I'm going to root against them all year. I think, even though Brable is a Ohio State Buckeye, the head coach of Tennessee, I, I'm just going to be rooting against them. So that's a bet I want to see. 
Steven, do you want to talk first about our bet? Um, Tannehill was on the COVID list. I think he needs a game to get under him. He's got A.J. Brown and uh, Julio Jones as weapons. I think uh, no better place to go up to Seattle and get a good running game started. You're going to be trying to play against the crowd. Derrick Henry, probably the first pick in a lot of fantasy drafts. He's still like tackling a Coke machine. I think they established like him a little that. more. I think they that established sounds difficult to tackle. Yeah, um, I think I think they go up there and they cover, and Tennessee could maybe win. And they're another team that you know they got the crap beat out of them. And I think it's a wake up call, and we'll find out how good they are by watching them play against Seattle. Uh, I I hate Tennessee this year. I don't think they're making the playoffs. They're similar to Baltimore. They're going to have a year from hell. But Seattle never beats anybody by more than five points. This team's always in a dog fight. Uh, if they're up by 14, they'll quickly be down by 14 or something. So I'm going Tennessee uh, with the points. I think Seattle wins by three. I think that's fair. Um, what was last week's? So Seattle won 28 to 16 last week. So you're yeah, probably they never, right. Yeah, they never win by more than five <laughs> points. <laughs> yep. yeah. that, that, that's kind of how the Chargers used to be. <laughs> Seattle won 28 to 16. So yeah, 12 points, five and a half. Okay, yep, yeah, that checks out. Yep. <laughs> we do it pretty real here at uh across, across the, middle. the middle. Yeah, we always deliver. Mm-hmm. Well, I uh, hope this, this was, was fun. fun. Oh, what's up? I, I enjoy this a lot. And oh yeah, uh, I was gonna say I enjoy this a lot. What's up? <laughs> I had a great time, Steve. Yep. What uh, what are your parting thoughts? Do you feel confident at all with your picks? Uh, are you looking forward to this week of football? I think, like I said, there's overreaction week one. Half the league zone one. I think you're gonna start. It's not gonna. It's with the extra game. You still got plenty of time to. You know, you could start zero and two and still make the playoffs. But I think, you know, the first quarter of the race is. I don't know how to put this. You're going to start seeing who's pretenders and who's contenders after this week. I really like that. Half the league is on one. I've never heard you say that, even though you said that. Yeah. Well, I think I've seen Dallas make the uh, playoffs more years. They started on one than when they've won the opener. And hey, the Jaguars started one and zero last year, and they. It's kind of like I'm way more college. I would love us to do a college. Uh, podcast one day but it's um we can do a college episode i would love we'll do that one right now we'll no. do a megapon <laughs> but uh <laughs> I, it's like preseason rankings for me everyone's you know the kind of favoring and playoff teams from last year you got some guys that are hungry a lot of teams that you know had to play a lot of starters because they were trying to find roster guys they're already you know in prime form but then you got guys that didn't you know play because they were on teams that were in the postseason last year so they're saving them takes them a couple weeks to shake off the rust, but that's the NFL stands for not for long. So, you know, there's parody. You can, you know, last year's Buffalo. Not for long. I love that too. Look at you coming out with all these things. No, you've heard that before, but yeah, this year, last year's Buffalo could be this year's Denver. You never know. Um, Do you want to give us a little Texas A&M take? Uh, Quarterback went down. uh, Haynes King. And now we got the, uh, backup coming in and couldn't have had a better game this week we play new mexico could not it was such a pleasure and i've never had this with dallas quarterback first string quarterback gets oh. hurt first string quarterback gets hurt it's seven to three down in mile high 
he, you know, he shook off the jitters, had to get two quarters under him. Our defense did not let Colorado score again. And I, I looked at, we were at a bar in Buffalo. I looked at Mandy. I said, Hey, we just need to win this game 10 to seven. And that's what happened. And I think it was, you know, tough playing up in Denver just because a mile high, but I think Texas A&M, they got a good opponent this week, New Mexico state established the offense, you know, King's gone. Then you got a good challenge with Arkansas who beat Texas. Think Texas is overrated like an Notre Dame. And then we got to play Alabama and then we'll know where we stand. So I'm very happy with Texas A&M right now. Our defense is our defense and running game is perfect to have a new quarterback come in week three. And Bob, have you recovered from your Buckeyes lost? I have been living it every day, Hoover. Oh, no. Uh, that's that's the difference between you and I. When uh, the Buckeyes lose, I don't want to forget. I want to remember it every second of the day until Silly. it recovers. I don't like until that. Until it fixes itself. I don't want to forget. That's why I keep wearing the shirt. Okay. I've been listening to the freaking coaches' interviews all week. How the hell are they going to fix it? Ryan you optimistic. In the, Ryan Day is moving from the offensive uh, coaching interviews to the defensive coaching interviews. So he's he's uh, as our head coach who's an offensive guy is going into the defensive game plan huddle, so to speak. And he says he's he's putting his hand on it. So we'll we'll see. We don't have a very difficult opponent this week, so it should be a cakewalk. But we'll see how things go. Awesome. I'm, Anyone want? And- Oh, go ahead. In our college pool, I was going to take Oregon on the next go around, so I'm kind of upset that I they fell. Oh. But uh, congrats on your week two win, Hoover. And it is. I had congrats a, on your week one win. Yeah, we we we're off to a good start. Um, already thinking about dropping. All right, so somebody. this has been across the middle. <laughs> no, yeah, somebody yeah. ask me about my FSU take, and then we'll sign off. Hey, Hoover. Um, and Notre Dame's your favorite team, so. Yeah. What do you think about Notre Dame? They Ask like me about shit. FSU. I'll All right, that. you're they an look FSU like alumni. Yes. What do you think about FSU? They had a rough two weeks. They are the worst. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's. If you guys on. are still listening to this, we appreciate. Thank you so you. much for listening. I appreciate it. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you to, next time. We'll have to do a college one, but yeah, we'll, we'll see do you. a college one. We'll get you in there. All right, bye bye. See ya.